Karl Marx said, religion is the opium of the masses. We're going to talk about how true that is. Also, they say religion is older than even the creation of man. This is State of the Culture brought to you by Ezason Speak Ezason, the language learning app. You can learn various African languages on the app. All you need to do is download the app on your Google or iOS Play Store and get learning. My name is Justina Angyating and I am your host. I do not do this alone. I have two co-hosts and a special guest just for this topic. My name is Oede Jolewatosin. My name is Jim Kenichi. And with us here to speak about religion and should religion be regulated, which is what we're talking about in this episode, I have an authority on that topic. Now, first of all, he's an ICT business director from Alpha Tenet Company. I hope I pronounced that right, please. That's correct. Thank you so much. We have Pastor Samuel Aladi. Thank you so much, sir, for joining us on this episode. Thank you. So yes, he's interestingly a pastor as well, and of course, the right person to talk about this topic. So like I said earlier, Karl Marx said, religion is the opium of the masses. Now religion is something that, to a believer, religion is one of the most important things. A believer is one who professes a certain faith, especially in a religion. And the person professing that faith has almost absolute, if not absolute confidence in the teachings and the preachings of whichever religion it is that they worship at. Now let's talk about religion. Religion is something that guides so many people's choices, from the names they give their children, to the people they marry, and so many other things. So when Karl Marx said that religion is the opium of the people, you know it wasn't far-fetched because a lot of us make our decisions based on religion so first off let's talk about you know what it takes to set up a religious institution and let's bring it down to nigeria what does it take so to okay um no one talk about religion it's actually a very broad thing so i'm going to use christianity as a case study because christianity is not the only religion we have in nigeria we have like loads of them now, the first thing you need to do is to devise a plan. When I say devise a plan, I mean you have to, you know, bring down your doctrine because, you know, we have like several denominations when it comes to Christianity. We have the Pentecostals, we have the Catholics, the Anglicans, we have the Methodists, like the Baptists, they actually a lot. We have the Jehovah Witnesses and everybody. So yeah, you have to devise a plan in order to, you know, open your church. You set out your rules and regulations, your doctrines, your beliefs, your, your belief system rather, and that's the first thing you have to do. Secondly, you you have to, you know, um, choose a name. Now, the name you are choosing, it can be long, it can be short, anything can be, you know, registered for you, but it is preferable to choose a short name just so it's easier for the members to pronounce. That's why you see these days when you have like longer names, you have, you see them cutting it into a maybe abbreviations, sitting yes. like C A A A A N N N. Yes, that's just have to. Yeah, you have to like pick an easier name, just things like maybe Love and Light Ministry. Just saying. Then the third thing you have to do is to appoint your trusteeship committee. Now these are the backbones of the church because like an organization cannot run without people that actually like let's like call it the forefathers, the backbone, like people that will just be there to, you know, help you. Can you sir, please, if I'm wrong, correct me. Yes, you need people that will tell you what to do, not, not tell you what to do, people that will just be there for you, part of your administration, in quotes. 
that's like the thought thing you have to do and um part of this um trust you can't just pick anybody as your trusteeship committee the person has to be at least 18 years of age and of um um sound-minded person the person should not have any criminal record according to this um According to the CAC, yeah, the Corporate Affairs Commission, they have like their own rules set out. So this person should not be younger than 18 years, should not have any form of criminal records, and that's then you're good to go for your trusteeship um, committee. Then the first thing you have to do is to get a solicitor. This solicitor cannot just be anybody. The person must be accredited by the CAC too. They have to accredit the person. It should be legal that yes, okay, you've registered this person on dollars. Now you are good to go. So these four things are do are, are ways whereby you can actually set up your religious place. And oh, I forgot to mention something earlier on. Um, a religious place, though people have this talk of it's a business um organization, but then um the the CSC they told us that the 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 religious places. Yes, they are being registered as a business, but it's a non-profit business. So it is seen as a non-profit business. So yeah. So please, if you if you know you want to open up a church, a religious place, you don't just open up a church at your backyard. You have to go through these four stages: devise a plan, pick your doctrine, you know, know your your doctrine, your rules, your regulations. Secondly, I'm going to repeat that for you again. Second thing you have to do is to appoint. Sorry, choose a church name. Choose a name. Thirdly, appoint your trusteeship council, and lastly, have a solicitor. Yeah. So, um, Daddy, I'll prefer to call you Daddy, sir. <laughs> okay, Daddy. Um, I would like you because, like, you have more authority on this. I would like you to elaborate, expand, and educate us more on. Oh, okay. Let me not use that. I want to ask you. Um, do you think most religious places actually go through these processes mm. to set up their Churches, especially in today, well, in Nigeria today. Talking about Nigeria, where I can give you examples, yes, not all have gone through that process. But before you become known publicly, majorly, whereby you can well in a kind of control or influence, yes, you are expected to have really evolved and come to that status, whereby you have names, maybe in acronyms or whatever form, it must have been set up. Mm -hmm. The truth of it is this, uh, for those who take religion as business, yes, you can, you can call it business, mm -hmm. because anything you are doing that involves money and that is serious, is a serious business. Mm -hmm. yes. But the definitions people are giving to it now is a bit controversial. One, in the main sense of religion, when you are talking about Christianity now, most Christians that are faithful, that are true, they do not start big. Mm. They start with convention and calls. Okay. And when we talk about calls, many don't even welcome that call because, they, because of the past experience of believers, especially Christians, what they suffer in mm. ancient days. Yeah. So, but now when they are coming up, they just have to be convinced themselves before they can think of setting up. And they don't have the money at the beginning. So they have to operate until people can believe them. Let me just give you an example of some of the Pentecostals in Nigeria. Okay. The Pentecostals in Nigeria started from 
realizing that God is speaking to you mm -hmm. as an individual. Then you begin to listen. What does he want you to do? You test the spirit. Is it the spirit of God or a demon? Mm -hmm. Then if you are sure it's the spirit of God, then you must have been trained over the years with convictions of that uh, voice you are hearing. Yeah. Or you grow up in Christianity. Okay, because, okay. because you can't just register. Yes, if somebody makes his money from somewhere and he sees it as uh, such a sweet business without any true spirit of God, yes, can get all they are talking about within months or borrow the money, set it up, but such will not be regarded because he will be so much uh, particular about making profit. Sure. Not winning souls, which is the major uh, reason for the call of God on people that I want you to win souls for me to the kingdom. So basically, those things cannot come first at all. It will be until you are mature to a level that you are really coming up, just like a business. You start indoor until you are able to get gain some balance yes. before you can ever think of it. You know, now starting one day or one even one year, two years. It's all, it's all, it's all. Except for some who have been in their business and God has been calling them. And you can't postpone the call of God in here. God will deal with that fellow. Probably. You <laughs> can't resist actually. Right. So, <laughs> when God has your time. Yes. Yes. And you mentioned um, people that, you know, go into it for making profits. And sometimes in some situations, these people are caught preying on believers. People that are actually coming because they, they, they need a sense of, you know, devotion and they want to connect with God. But they are getting, they are getting into a church of a person who is just there to make profits. So somebody like that like you said, doesn't exactly have the spirit, but it's just trying to make profit. So I, I feel like Kelechi should leave this on. Like, how do you tell when a pastor is misleading? What are the situations that, you know, point that this person is actually misleading? Uh, basically. Okay. 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 No, no, sir. So go ahead. Okay. okay, such people do so much advertisement just to profess themselves as uh, powerful, and uh, anointed, prove so many things that are not necessary to be proven. Mm -hmm. right. I want to show you miracles, I want to show you so many things, and uh, they are very much uh, particular about their aesthetics, and so many things like that that are ephemeral, that are not really the reason for the call. But how best you can know is find what is the background of the so-called professed uh, man of God or a religious, I mean, a religious leader, then by that you will know where it's coming from and where it's coming from. So before we open up with anything, let us discuss about religion. What is religion and what is the history of religion in Nigeria specifically and its current state, especially for the different kinds of religion? You know, we have three major and so many. Thank you. So, sir, thank you. Please. You know, shed more light on that. Okay. Yes. Using Nigeria as a case study. Uh, the history of religion in Nigeria starts from the uh, culture and the ethnicity, uh, environment, mm -hmm. and uh, the general belief of communities. In the uh, various communities in Nigeria, you have more, so many religions. 
for instance, to cut the church, you can talk in the river uh, uh, parts, talk about uh, Shango, uh, Shango, those that worship uh, Shango uh, is the god of uh, thunder. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, some, they are worshiping rocks. True. Yeah, true. Because during war or during threats, those rocks, they run to the rock and they find a kind of protection. Yes. So they believe this rock is wonderful, is really, and if there is any individual, like a, 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 a deity, okay, they, are, they, they take some of them like deities. Yes. Like, yeah, they, they can worship them even as rock. But somebody will be the priest who mm -hmm. have certain incantation and certain deeper knowledge yeah. and who has a mastery of certain words that can Get invoke the spirit on the, on the rock yeah. or make something wonderful happen. Mm -hmm. So the people believe him once he can do that and they continue to follow him and worship him. Mm -hmm. Some of them have, we well, reverse, uh, for now we are knowledgeable to know that some of them are operating demonically. Yes, yeah, very yes. true, and, very true. And at the same time, some have divinations that we you neither can place. For instance, look at uh, Shogu. If somebody is, something is lost, be it a phone, expensive phone, or briefcase, or anything, and somebody takes it, 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 it will surprise you that this, uh, this Shogu priest will ask for RAM, uh, this, that, yeah, no, and once you pay it, it's refund. And then, uh, it makes some incantations and you see audible rain within a few minutes no, and, so. and then you hear that thunderstorm yeah. and it will strike mm. and bring out what, what is lost and kill that individual and place it on him. Yeah. Yeah. We have heard about all those before. We have, we have seen in some areas where it happens and mm -hmm. there is uproar. That's a religion. Yeah. And from that level in the ancient days, religion has metamorphosized into different level that people now see that okay what you are telling us we are not knowledgeable then but when we are knowledgeable we can read about the history of religion from Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden either through Islamic books or the biblical records yeah. so that's what informs Christianity uh, Islam and traditional religion. The traditional religion is not limited to one, two, three, four, more than hundred, mm -hmm. even yes, in Nigeria. Actually, yeah. So it depends it's on eight. environment. There are places they call Obatala, different locations. They have what they believe according to their environment and the threats they face and who saves them. Mm -hmm. yeah. If it's the Babala or whatever that saves them there, it will become like a small god to them. Mm -hmm. And he has his incantations and people follow him. There are Oshu people that worship the river yeah believing yes. they get their children from river the they get their problems the river goddess and all that like ocean industrial state and all that so the background of religion is the uh, i mean it's right, white right. but right. as the current state now the world is one we can read online apart from the bible and the quran we can read online we can now listen and see what is reality what is meaningful mm. and what has a very clean background mm -hmm. that we can hold up to that represent the true God. And that's mm -hmm. where we are now, Christianity, Islam, Islam. and it's the rest Islam. of them. Yeah. So individual makes choice according to what, what, what is relevant to you uh, and what you believe in.
Thank you so much for the response. That was indeed educating. So um, when Justina was introducing this topic today, I'm sure you guys heard something about should religion be regulated. So now I want to just touch more on that before I throw it to our guest. I mean, personally, or generally, I don't think um, religion can be regulated. Like, there's little more that we can do to having checks and balances in religion because, mm. first off, in our constitution, there's the part whereby we have um, the right to freedom, thoughts, and religion. So, if that is there in the constitution, there's little that you can tell someone. You can't actually tell someone how to worship his or her God or where to go to, mm -hmm. how to pray, how to do this, how to do that. I know that there's sometimes that we feel like, oh, this person is actually going to the extreme. But at the end of the day, you don't have a say in how I worship my God. True. Because, okay, now we have different denominations. We have the Pentecostals, the Catholics, mm -hmm. and the likes of them. True. And there's some churches that don't even believe in speaking in tongues. And yes. Personally, I do. So someone else can be like, oh, what's this girl doing? She's not doing something right. But that doesn't mean I'm doing something wrong, personally, because that's what I believe, that's what I like, that's what I feel like, that's what I can communicate to my God. So what I'm saying is that, in a sense, is we cannot regulate how people uh, people would worship their God or who to worship or who not to worship. So, um, sir, please, I would like you to, you know, expatiate on that. What? Uh, you're right. You're right, to some extent. Mm -hmm. Yes, if you ask me, like you said, should religions be regulated or not? I want to tell you, yes, but with small why. <laughs> yes. Okay. With small. I can't get But if you insist, capital Y, then we will have to redefine it. Okay. We okay. should regulate religion. That's true. But now, in the context of that question, yes, there is a need for regulation, but who? Can be that regulation that will not be biased, yes. and at the same time, that have sufficient capacity True. spiritually to do justice. Yes, mm. without going too far, uh, you cannot tell somebody that pray five times a okay. day, five times a day, to please the God that deserves to limit it to one mm -hmm. or one time, or somebody that goes to church five days a week or even three days a week you can't limit him to say one yeah so now where does the revelation come in that will make the religion to do what is doing the only revelation you can do is please appeal that people should not disturb one another mm. they should avoid extremities mm -hmm. yes. that is the simple regulation i see that somebody can regulate about religion at the same time, you can uh, appoint maybe people from different religion and just do a little modification because you cannot, uh, if you are going to take some hard decisions, the fellow will consume himself mm -hmm. yes. or the authority themselves will consume themselves. Yes. We have examples of it in the Bible mm -hmm. that I know and mm -hmm. people that raise uh, regulation by force because of their evil intention they were consumed by that particular regulation themselves mm. particularly if you look at the case in the bible i can cite it to you you can read that one when you get to Daniel 6 Daniel chapter 6 19 to 24 yes it's a prayer fellow that prays three times a day 
Yeah. And that's how he searches God. And God gave him wisdom, understanding, and certain capacity to do wonders. Even in government, anywhere he is, is wonderful. Understanding and there. So, but when people thought that it's too much, they were looking for regulation to uh, hold him down or to eliminate him. And that is where religious regulation can be dangerous. People that are claiming regulation, 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 what is their motive? Mm. If their motive is not good, the harder they eat, the faster they consume themselves. Yeah. Because those people that wanted to regulate against a true child of God, after they have done it, God came to his rescue. Yeah. The king knew this man is okay, King Darius. I said, okay, because it's been signed as the law of uh, Pedis and uh, what do you call it, that he cannot be reversed. Huh? He said, okay, go into the pit of uh, a lion. No, no, into the den of lion. He <laughs> tried to repeat. And the lion did not consume him because he's righteous. And he's a true worshiper. He didn't do any regulation to carry trustees like you're asking me before. No trustee. He is a genuine child of God. And at the same time, the king knew. Because you know those are the righteous. He went back the following morning. I, uh, Daniel, the servant of the Most High God, are you? Did your God save you? He said, Yes. You are still alive? Of the said, yeah. Okay, good. Thank God. This would have forced me to write a wrong regulation. Let them come and try because they too must have a God. Mm -hmm. If their God can save them, we know their God that is okay. They brought him out, he commanded they should bring Daniel out. And they brought Daniel out. And they said, Those people, all the counselors, the regulators themselves who did regulation yeah. that said the law must not be reversed. Anybody that has any petition from any other God other than this government must be dealt with this. Say, okay, since it is so, you too that you made the regulation, come and try that place because you must know what you are regulating before you regulate. Mm -hmm. So they went there with their wives and children, they never come back. Mm -hmm. So to regulate religion, I can tell you small why. Yes. Not, not complete. Why? If you go that extent to do it according to your will, it will, it will consume that thing. Okay. Okay. Yes, help that. So, worship your God, but it shouldn't be to the judgment of the other person. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. And if you're going to have anybody that is going to regulate, it should be somebody that is guided by God and has good intentions as well. Good intentions. And yes. not the wrong intentions. Yes. That's definitely what we got from that. And yeah. without, without being ignorance. Yeah. Mm. I have a question for you. So, we talk about regulating, regulating, and now we we see so much in the media of pastors. Let's see pastors doing outrageous things. Like, yeah, people have seen videos of them beating the girls publicly, shaving their heads, doing outrageous things. Petrols. Exactly. Oh my God, there are so much. Okay. You said you've, you've seen it yourself. And so, let, let's talk about this thing called regulating. How can we regulate this thing? Because they keep going on and on. So as much as we don't want them to go, because some of them are very, you see them and, and you're like, this is not what this is about, right? Some of them even scare you. So how or what do you think I'm done to regulate it? Yes, that's where government can actually uh, put together those that you see that mm. are genuine and have a long history which reflects righteousness good fruits mm. and which you feel and in the good authority to give ideas of modifications mm -hmm. then they can call them and uh, yes 
the governor called them and mm. gathered them. In fact, from all religion, they can gather them. Take A, religion A in the Christianity, B, Islam, C, all other religions. There are so many other religions. Yeah. But by now, like I told you, we are seeing more light from every part of the world. Yes. And you cannot deceive anybody for too long. Yeah. If your product is not okay and cannot save, cannot deliver, we are not bound to follow you. So by that, they can now set up a kind of, there are regulatory bodies like yeah, okay. PFN, Political Staff Federation of Nigeria, Khan, Khan yeah. Christian Association of Nigeria. So, yes, each of the body that are okay, they should find one or one or the other group to belong to mm. if they are indeed part of the system. Mm. And then they can keep to the norms and the rules that or showing unnecessary advertisement of uh, Holy Spirit moving and turning and spinning and losing control. Or running. Or running and... Yes, it's true. It's for sneakers. For sneakers. There was a... There was something that was going... That went viral. According to them, it's okay with the Holy Spirit, but we could see sneakers. Sneakers, huh? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's it's almost sneakers. unbelievable. Hmm. It's just one of the things you see online about mm -hmm. um, see how it's religious things. Uh, yeah, it's becoming a trend. Oh, really yes. choking you. Wow. Did so, you see that one? I didn't see. Come out in Jesus' name. Oh wow. Then he was like squeezing this man's neck. She was like, no. That's crazy. So the Very bodies crazy. you mentioned, how effective exactly. are they currently? Yes, they are really doing their best. Mm. They are doing their best. You see, to be in those group sometimes is optional. Okay. Because religion, there's freedom of religion. Yeah. And if you want to co-opt everybody into the group, you are forcing them. Yeah. For those who really don't belong, they cannot be comfortable in those groups. Once, uh, if at all they are invited or not invited, they should have relationship with one another. And in that relationship, there should be a cross-relationship. Okay. So, like you said, we can actually uh, talk to PFN, CAN, about regulation to some extent, and to be something more reasonable because they know what to regulate and what not to regulate. Mm -hmm. okay. So, okay. so, so, based on my research about this thing, let's use CAN for example. One thing that I, I know about them based on research is that their, their aim is to unify the body, the religious body, like the Christian community, because it's a Christian Australian of Nigeria. That's what they stand for. So their aim is to unify the body and over time they have done some things because they have a track record of things they've done in different parts of nigeria which yeah. is obvious so obvious and some yeah. some is written down but in our current time like in this current times like what like is there any functional thing that they actually like have you ever seen any practical thing that they've been doing recently like doing any recent thing that they've put their hands on not what they've done before or proud to then but now in this today society uh, well currently the uh, calling for the awareness of Christians to be in politics mm. instead, yeah. of, well, yeah, instead, yeah, of, yeah, instead yeah. of criticizing yeah. people who are not doing it right. Mm. Why don't you go there if you have the idea? Yes, it's obvious that you have the idea. Mm. You run ministries wonderfully, 
and God makes you, you do fantastic things. Mm. And then why don't you come and help the government? You can go into the government. Mm. Don't tell us bad people, bad people. Yes. yes. Go there and, and yes. make, do something. Make a change. Yes. Yes. Make Very a change. True. So that's one of the things they have moved for recently. They have uh, communicated churches to try and uh, come up to that task so that we help ourselves. We cannot keep looking and uh, watch Nigeria collapsing like that and continue to criticize. So these are, one, these are the things they do. Thank you, sir. Oh, mm. oh, sorry. Thank you, sir, for getting into politics. I also have a question on that because some people say that the church should not be in, yes. or religion as well should not be involved well, in politics. partisan politics. Yes. 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 So if the church is to come in, how do you think the church, what role do you think the church can play in politics, politics. without, you know, um, how do I put it? Without, yeah, without looking like they are, you know, playing partisan politics. Yes. Yeah, defense or this stuff. Yes, or, you know, pushing a candidate because they're not actually supposed to push Why? Who said they should not come into politics? Who gave the law? Why is it right? Is it from the Bible or from the Quran that they said they should not come into politics? Sorry, or is it by just uh, flying opinion in the air? It's just the choice that people made in the past yes. to honor themselves and to maintain holiness. Mm -hmm. But where you maintain the holiness and things are falling on you in silence and all that, and you discover that things are not clear. In fact, in the past, yes. right from the ages of the Bible, uh, from the Israelites, according to the story, you discover that there were times that judge, uh, their judges were... Are prophets and uh, kings. Uh, they are kings. Yes. 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 So they are, they, are, they are spiritual people that can hear from God. That they respect God. After all, who anoints the king? It is mm. the prophets. Prophet. Just like uh, David and uh, even Saul, David and the rest of them. It was uh, Samuel that anointed them. So nothing stops them from coming to politics. They only made it a choice. And it has been part of the doctrine. And the country before that, we just find things normal that let people that are there. But when what is happening now is really coming to level that's becoming unbearable and unrealistic. I mean, if a church can set up a university better than the government yes. university, yes. if they have set up supposed school in the 60s or even in the early before independence. And those schools have brought out quality people. Mm -hmm. And those quality people just went into silence and nothing happened. Mm -hmm. And uh, people that doesn't have any know-how or fear of God comes to power and they do what they like. They will still rule over the elect or yes. the righteous. Yeah. So it is better that the righteous go there and do things as normal as it should be. It may not be that easy now without awareness, but it is possible. Okay. Mm -hmm. So thank you, thank you so much, sir. And I know I spoke earlier about some people who become um, victims of some, you know, praise and some, like I said earlier, look, some people that are not led by the Holy Spirit or they're not genuine in, you know, religious activities. So when, because when you look at some people, I actually asked somebody, like, there are some of all these churches that, you know, some of all these pastors, you can tell clearly, someone from Afar can tell clearly yeah. that this person doesn't seem like to be up exactly or to be exactly no 
doesn't seem like they are you know being led by the holy spirit but you see a congregation there yeah because there are people in need there are people going through things that, that are looking so what advice do you have for people like this to protect themselves mm. especially people that are looking for miracles and you know have needs so you mentioned something as a mommy view what kind of mommy view does that mean Okay, so there is this trend, if you're allowed to talk about it, there's this trend going on, there's a woman called Momjiu, where she sees, can I call outrageous things? Okay. Think, like, saying how, if you have dreads, you're going to hell. Saying Everyone, different things. Everybody's actually going to hell with her preaching. Yes, yes. Based on her preaching, all of us are going to hell fire. That's what her preaching says. Because all the things she says, there are and things she, that in her mouth. What's her name? Yeah, calls, Let me clarify, her name, her name is Oli Fumilayo. Um, she's an evangelist. She has been evangelizing for, like she said, over 20 years. You will get 24 specifically. And she called herself Mommy No, that is a nickname that she's been given. her Mommy Yes. Or calls her Mommy But her actual name is Evangelist Ulufumilayo. And she has gone viral this past few months. So it's people that gave her that name. Exactly. Not her choosing the name. But she is like, she's like a woman of God. She calls herself a pastor. She has a church. She a is a congregation. She is a pastor. She doesn't call herself. I just want to use that. Because yeah. like she says things like she don't use Mastercard, it's of the devil. She don't use perfumes, it's of the devil. So like that means we're all going to hell. Yes. So she's trying to say her congregation, her members, most of them they, they might be there for miracles because Nigeria these days, like the, the country is so bad that we have to pray for basic amenities true should not be so actually actually these are things that government should provide but you see us praying for basic amenities mm -hmm. like god please i beg let me just have food to eat today or god provide like electricity these are things that we shouldn't even pray for okay we pray for them that, that's why you see us going to churches look for miracles so that's why they call her on the gym yeah so because the nickname so we are uh, saying our congregation how do we say that them? nickname uh somehow somehow i see it uh, as a a mockery that oh should, my, yes, that should not my, be yes. that should not be because yes. uh, but you uh some things can be found because there are many every good thing mm. will be imitated mm -hmm. so uh, that's why i'm asking for that clarification mommy geo well, if you if people decide to name her mommy geo on their own yeah well mm. uh, they are asking for something great for her if she can wear such shoe, to God be the glory. But let me tell you, there are many that want to imitate. If you start any business today and it's doing well, or if you are endowed with any quality that brings honor, regard, and everything to you, everybody wants to do the same thing. Yeah. Whether they have the originality or not, yeah. they just want to be like you. So if such people are imitators. They are not necessarily called. They only desire. Some people will say some are not called, but they call God. Yes, it's not a crime if you want to serve God. If you feel the need to do things for God, it's appreciated if you do it in the right way. But to some, they see it as, oh, these people are doing well in this business. And uh, they also want to join. And they will fulfill all the regulations you mentioned before that. Yes, we must have this, we must have that. But in the beginning, it's not so. All the churches you see great today did not start that way to just go and register the first year or the first month they started. No. They must have come far. They must have gone far. Why would you see a board of trustees? 
at the beginning of the of a church. You can't see any blood of anything. My children, you can't. You can't see. You don't even have money for a solicitor. True. So that's what that kind of piece. You can't. You don't even have. You can't have houses. Yeah, it's not basic. Let me. You see. Let me tell you the story of the Pentecostals in Nigeria. Like the great Ayo Babarola, I'm opposed to. Yeah. Of the, no, no. Okay. Uh, Ayo Babarola is the opposed to that uh, was known with C's. He started the Christ Apostolic Church okay. in the 1930s in Nigeria. And he didn't just start the church, God called him. Mm -hmm. He was a caterpillar technician driver, I mean, or, or uh, tractor operator. And God needed him, God spoke to him. He was not going to listen. There are several things that convinced him. And eventually, he came out to begin to preach. And God anointed him so much. It was not that he registered CAC from day one. He came up with so many grace that people that are barren, people that have so many ailments, as he's moving through, that are occultic, that are under that demonic influence. They submitted at his presence when he comes with the spirit of God upon him. They submitted to him. They are delivered. People that could not, that are chained with them. You know, like I told you, Shango, power and all this power. Yeah. They have their incantations. Yes. The Babala was avid. Yes. The Boni avid. There are so many religions and they have it and they can punish. Mm. If everybody is to take oath in Shango now, there is no control. The fire killed them when they, when they made mistake. So, all this have been happening in the early days, how people do all this thing. But when he came in, when God anointed him, he started moving, and many miracles were wrought in the 1930s in Nigeria, particularly in the Western we region. Do. And he travels around all up to the East and other places. So, he continued to grow. And those fruits and those uh, uh, good works really publicized him. And that was the beginning of Christ Apostolic Church and uh, the Apostolic. Mm. They were something like Faith Tabernacle. That was not the beginning. But as they grew, they emphasized yeah, into uh, 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 the Christ Apostolic Church. And even the Christ Apostolic Church and the Apostolic are the same thing. The only difference between them is the doctrine. That some people said, even now, as much as God is working with us, we don't need any medicine to heal ourselves. Once we cry to God and we do what is right, yeah. the sickness will go. Some at the level felt that this thing is going to wipe. And let's take the orthodox medicine since they are here and it's helping us. So, when on that principle alone, the two of them, they are, they are worship and the same thing is more or less the same thing. That's just the difference between CSM and the, the like of the apostolic. The apostolic is CSM. So, now coming to uh, what the question is, is that. Well, remind me your question now. Like, why do people just like why do people still engage these people that they are like they, they do things outrageous? Yes, you now see this clear reference coming that way. How many people are starting that way again? So people will just go one day, they will get solicitor, they will get board of trustee, they will get everything, and will set up a church, and they begin. They have to work for the solicitor to get his money. They have to work mm -hmm. for the trustees so to, 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 to get their return because they tell them I'm anointed. And uh, maybe they consulted Babalao or ritualist mm -hmm. and they got uh, 
if you understand Yoruba, there's something they call Shakabula. Mm. You know what is Shakabula? Oh, I think she's... Shakabula is not... It's a god that you... Like, like the day of Bab. Yeah, okay. I heard it. You don't have much power, but you make bits and bap. Well, as a piece too. It's silent. Silent, but it's as so much. It's Shakabula. So, it is just the same type of power that those people get. And they want to make things happen horribly. For a good advertisement, you begin to see repetition of miracle. Repetition of miracle. It's unnecessary. That's why the Bible says by their fruit, you shall know them. It's just left for people to be serious and know what they are into. There's no shortcuts. There's no shortcuts. Anybody looking for shortcuts will rather take himself through a longer route, which be detrimental to such lives. So to modify them, if you are talking of modification, yes, the government can uh, put them under or command them to be under those that have good history. After mm. everybody know the history of every individual, if you go online to search, you see what individual has been, and there are testimonies from old parents, elderly people. They can, if children will listen, but most youth don't listen these days. Mm. They want to go their own way. Yes. And the Bible reports that in the last day, people will have itching ears mm. and they will begin to uh, go after their own choice, which is in uh, the people uh, fake prophet to themselves. Right off, Pastor. Yeah, preach on, sir. Preach on. Yes, and even if they, they may go into the church half naked, they say that is their stuff. Hmm. What do you explain to you in Yeah, so let's, let's, like you said, now let's bring it to within a church, forgetting, let's leave out the outside bodies like Han and PFM. I, imagine if I'm an evangelist and you are also a pastor and I am preaching things that are wrong. Do they, within church, do they actually speak to each other? For instance, now if I'm saying something wrong, would my fellow pastor or evangelist come to me to correct me, or don't they have the right to do that? Is this something that happens within the church? Yes. Basically, before anybody can be uh, a preacher, uh, apart from some evangelists who were called from their crude, from their crude form, by the place the customers. They hear the word of God, even without much knowledge of the Bible, they hear audible voices, mm -hmm. which is the spirit of God that controls them, and they preach. But where they can make mistake is where they put in flesh okay. to control this, and they do not allow much of the spirit as should be, mm -hmm. and flesh override them. That's why they make mistakes. On the other hand, there are people that are born into Christianity, who practices, and when the awareness come upon them to do more for God, there are many signs to know. If they really, because some, some will just discover what they are doing right is not getting right again. What's the problem? And their parent might have asked God, just like the day of Jesus, I was telling you, just have, have promised, if I have a child, just like someone, mm. like this child will be this, will be that. When he's walking contrary to those rules, when the time is mature for him to do what is asked for, he may have problems. Mm. And when those problems come, if he can get back to his roots to find out, even if not, some will meet people of God and tell him, This is what you're supposed to do. This is what there are prophetic utterances. Yeah. God speaks. Yeah. God speaks. So, 
for you to make mistake, it means you are not green, you don't have the spirit of God genuinely, or you are running beyond your level to begin to say what you want to happen, even when you don't have the means for it, or what you don't, you have not paid your price for it. Basically, in most churches that grow up, pastors are trained. Okay. Evangelists are different, but they are also trained. See, the Bible, I mean, in Christianity, we have what we call teacher, pastor, evangelist, okay. prophet, and apostle. So, is from when you understand the word of God and you have read the Bible, you can teach. Gradually, as you are growing higher, when you see something wrong, you cannot be quiet. Okay. You will speak. But when somebody is out speaking outside the Bible and just giving his own doctrine, this and that, it becomes heresies and he may not be allowed in any church except his self own church that okay. he wants yeah, to do like the ones you are saying now. Oh. And every other church is like the church I mentioned, CSC, Redeem, name them all. They have procedures for preachers. They are trained in house uh, through several years. They give them uh, teachings. Out of that teachings, when they are granted, then they allow them to speak at their level in-house, naming small, small events around or go around to preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. So but for you to want uh, the podium and begin to speak about blasphemy, yeah. you won't speak it in the name of any new church and it will not be toler tolerated. Yeah. But when you see anybody call at the, the church of uh, light and wonder mm -hmm. and uh, this and that and anything, well, you, you see horrible names and so uh, maybe I'll run up with a, a story. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, please. When I got married, I was in the church and uh, yes, my church, my wife did not like the church. Why? Yes, she's been to churches in the campus, fellowships. Yes, uh, I'm a local boy. And I've been born and bred in Christianity, and I know that there are prophets, there are teachers, there are apostles, I know. And each time there are problems, pastors can come to our house or a prophet in the morning to tell your dad or your mom, dad, this is going to happen, this is and that, and it's true. Mm. And then, what do you do? Pray, don't do this, don't do that. And we know. So, she believes in the word, and all those, uh, uh, the stupid coster, no refined churches okay no problem we are to be going to a church then i said look this church is good i like the church but basically the doctrine of this church is to bring you out in life to think with your head to work hard and to be successful you must be successful this is the doctrine of the church refine people that poverty is not the way you must know how to work you must use your brain and you must fear God. Yes, I believe in church, but money is not my problem. I've never had a problem about money. There's no time I want to work, and I didn't pick myself to any work, I didn't make it. So mm. leave that, I'm not interested. He said, I said, okay, on Sunday, take your car, go to your, any church you like, or oh, if you want my car, take my car, go. I can't even go. He said, no. And the church I was worshiping with the pastor of the church, called me at around uh, uh, November, December. I said, since your wife is not interested, 
For a family to function well, you must both sit under the same doctrine. Yes. yes. He, said, yes. He, he said, he advised me to yes. think about it and see what I can set to it. Mm. And uh, I really appreciate him. And that's the church I was born and bred in in the early days, but he is uh, somebody who is knowledgeable, not just a graduate, uh, somebody I who have understand. So based on that, and I went back home, that, okay, this Sunday, I will look for a church that will be going to. And that was what took me to where, and I left a house in Lagos. I was going, looking for signboards all about. And let me not mention this, but when I see horrible names <laughs> on signboards, you see the, the Jesus Christ, this, that, and that, <laughs> apostolic, this, and that. There is so many. Okay, you see another name, second order of this and that and that. <laughs> yeah. The first order of this and that. I began to go, I began to go, I began to go. Until I got to a name that I saw, and I look at it. This name is unique. There's no mixture of any whatever in it. And I saw the signboard. The signboard points backward to where I'm coming from, beyond the junction of my house. I didn't drive my car. Because I just want to fellowship somewhere. And I turned back from that signboard, tracing the signboard, and I got to a house that they called Open Heaven. No roof on the church. They were drumming this local They were drumming local drum. And the pastor is a refined pastor. What is insensible? And of all the finished churches and all those ones, my mind says that because I'm born and bred in Christianity, so all this man will sing. And when they will close the service, like we used to do in our whole service, the organist in those days, when you are staying late on the pulpit, you will start the organ. Oh, <laughs> that is okay. your, your time is up. Yeah, the choir will take the hymn, and they will take the hymn, we rejoice because you are going home. Our father yes. will come out. So, now I got to this church. When they finished the message, they did everything. They just closed, grace, and they dispersed. I was looking. No choir, no name, no. But all along, everything was fine. What I was saying was okay. No. Okay, I got back home to tell my wife. Yes, I found a church for you today. Praise God. <laughs> I didn't know she knows the church. What I mean? I was <laughs> the church. What I mean? So I got home, so I would drop, drop you there. And maybe I will still go to where I was born and bred up and all that. But incidentally, uh, the church is a caring church. Mm. They look after you consistently. And and so before I knew it, I took her there the following week. She knew the church more than me. Me, I didn't, you know. Where I told you, I mean, look boy. Where they keep us is where we grew and what we know is what we know. We, I read, but. I don't go to any other church anyhow. Yeah. So, but I've been to that church once for my uh, church in the solo. We okay. did a program there, they call it Giga 95. We went to that, have uh, camp and all that. So, I said, okay, this is that church, okay. Yeah. But then we got there, she was more only with the pastor, and the pastor came to our house the following Sunday. Uh, so. But one wonderful thing was that the fellow during Sunday school that morning, as he was talking, I was contributing. He has reported me that this man, like, actually, I've been ministering in the other church before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but this man, like, 
is, is better than him. Ah, mm -hmm. the pastor they said, okay, I saw him. He's a he's a, he's a mature man. Mm -hmm. And they follow up. Yes, establish me. And wow. Uh, wow. personally, I've been told sometimes in the past, the pastor said, don't worry, I will give them money. Me, I will not be a pastor. I will give mm -hmm. them money. But like I yeah, told you, you are. When you can't resist. Otherwise, everything will fail. Yeah. Until you do it. Yes. So thank you so much for that story. Yeah. That you know, we really needed that. Now it's a tradition that we do on the show. This is brought to brought to you by Izesa Speakation. It's our app. It teaches various African languages. You know, Igbo is on there. Yoruba is on there. Swahili. African. So many languages. So. We would like to know what language do you speak? What languages do you speak if they're more than one? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we like our guests to actually speak to us, say something in Yoruba, maybe about the show, anything at all. Anything at all. Uh, well, I can greet you. Okay. Uh, and a cool to you. I greet you, a good evening, and I'm greeting you. You know, in Yoruba, we have a greeting for every hour, everything. So she educates us all the time. So you have a representative here. If you are in the morning, a carol. If it is a little bit after hour, not yet afternoon, a kuyaleta. That is, it's about sun coming out. A kuyaleta. Then after the sun is up, up uh, is a castle. That so, is class afternoon. Which one is Ekureleo? Oh. Before night, you are the day, okay. I mean, five o'clock, it's no more afternoon. Yes. That is towards evening. Ekureleo, wow. you know, the, 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 the sun has gone down. Everything is easy now. Yes. Ekureleo. Then after now, you see me now, if you see me anywhere now, say, oh, Ekureleo. It's nice now. If you, if you don't look what you'll see. So thank you for watching and listening to State of the Culture brought to you by Izesan. Speak Asan, our language learning app. You can go ahead and download our app on your iOS or Google Play Store and get learning. Special thanks to you, sir, for coming on the show. Thank you, Pastor Alade O. Samuel. I hope I got it all. sir. Thank you so much. And to my beautiful co-host, Oluwat Hose. I like that. Thank you. I like this time. Thank you. And to Kelechi as well. You are lovely. I am your host, Angiat and Justina. Thank you so much. Odabo. Odabo.